Hi, Asus here. Before we get into today's episode, just want to let you know from this episode go forward, we will be on Anchor Podcast. So you can check out on the Anchor app. You can download the app, look for Shedden868 or you can go to anchor.fm or follow the links provided on any various social media to find us. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the Shadow and the 868 podcast. I'm your host, Jesus. So yeah, it's it's that time. Let's get straight into it. So today we speak about the under, 18, the under 18s, the under 23s, the women, the men, the various rumors we are going wrong and a lot, a lot more. So let's not stick. Let's dive straight into the mix for the day. So. On the 18th, first of all, start with them first. The youths, they are doing excellent, excellent work. They play Millwall on the 27th. That's tomorrow. Yeah, that's tomorrow, 27th, the 27th of February. They play Millwall in the sixth round of the FA Cup. Now, they're doing very, very good. Excellent all round in the league, as well as in the, the, um, the Cup game. So, you know, we can get them that support. Watch the game if they get a chance to. Let's, you know, support the upcoming superstars. And speaking of the upcoming superstars, the under-23s play Everton in the Premier League 2 on the 2nd of March. as Monday, 2nd of March. They're looking to extend their lead at the top of the table. They're currently on 35 points, so they're looking to stretch that lead and maintain the dominance. So, you know, let's, again, let's support the upcoming stars. These guys are doing excellent, excellent work. And I would like to see at least eight of them end up onto the senior team. It'll be great to see eight of them and be contributing factors, not just bench warmers or on the um <clears throat> on the B side. I would like to see them be active in it because they're doing excellent work and hopefully that transforms into, you know, superstardom. So let's cross our fingers and our pinky toes. <laughs> right? So on to the women. Now they have a big, big game versus Arsenal. On the 29th, yeah, that's the Saturday, the 29th of February. That's at 1.30 in the afternoon. So, it's the Women's um, Soccer Cup Finals. It's a League Cup. It's basically the League Cup. It's the Finals versus Arsenal. So, it's going to be a tremendous game. Um, Emma Hayes also stated that, you know, they have to go out there as a, as a rivals. It's Chelsea's, one of Chelsea's main rivals and it's a final. So, it's always going to be... A tough game, an interesting game to look at. I remember us versus Arsenal in the um the Europa League Cup end of last season. It was, you know, it's always tense when it's your rival on any day. And then it just amps up when it's a final. So, get the ladies their support. That's on the 29th of this month, right? February at 1.30. Well, we play Bournemouth as well on the 29th, but that game is 11 a.m. in the morning. This time, those times are my time in Trinidad. And that's the time for me in Trinidad here. I don't know the time may vary for you, but you have some cushion. You have some space till about an hour and a half before the start of the other game. So, let's get into the men. Yes, I know. Let's get into the men. It's It's been a, what I could say, boy. It's been that type, that kind of year, or that kind of few days, which we know it's going to be, it was going to be, especially after the United game. So the men played Spurs, they won, 2-1. Giroud again, coming through with what he does best, scoring. 
him as well as Alonso scored. Um, the one goal was Rudiger, the own goal, something very rare. And it was very unfortunate how the goal scored was extremely, extremely unfortunate. Unfortunate. Uh, Kepa didn't start this time. It was Caballero. Kepa didn't start again. But all right, we'll get to that later down in the um, in the episode. Um, Giroud, 14 goal, goal contributions and 14 starts. That is an impressive, impeccable record. It cannot be overlooked, right? It, we, we can't overlook that at all in any how, shape, form, or fashion. He has done great things. He's always been one of those players that always contributes going forward. He's an excellent, excellent player. And I wish him all the luck. And I, I hope he gets picked for the Euros in uh, coming up in the summertime, right? The, the thing in this game that really upsets me, again, the VAR. The inconsistency of VAR. Uh, I mean, what's his name? Los Celso? I don't really know how to pronounce his name. And I didn't take the time to. Yes, I know I should have taken the time to, you know, to respect the player. However, it's, it's upsetting. The stamp he did on Alonso, not Alonso, sorry, Aspilacueta's leg. Clearly, clearly that's supposed to be a red card. It's supposed to be a red card. And apparently, based on how it is that even VR, when VR reviewed it and deemed it not red card, not nothing, he wasn't even given a yellow card because he got a yellow card later in the game, which would have um, mean he was gotten, he would have gotten sent off. He wasn't given a yellow card. The VR upheld the decision of the on-field referee so which means most likely he's not going to be suspended and on top of that their coach mr jose Mourinho, stated after the pre the, um, the post-match interview that he didn't see the, the um the incident and all replays showed he was facing he was facing the direction of the incident because it was right in front of him but he didn't say anything but we know he's forever Mr. Antagonizer. So that part of it, you know, we just have to skip that. VR inconsistency. Again, this is madness and is becoming ridiculous. Everyone is venting their frustration. And if you listen to the last episode where I, I've already spoken about this. And it's like every single weekend, they show both sides. They show one side why VR is good. Because when it's good, it's excellent. Can't give them wrong for that. But when it's bad, it's piss poor bad. It's horrible. It's horrible, horrible, horrible. And I mean, come on. When, 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 when? Just when? <laughs> That's it. Just when are they going to do something to fix this? This is ridiculous. It's it's ridiculous now. Uh, we, we, we can't, I can't stress, I can't stop talking about it because it's just ridiculous. Anyhow, however. So this this win here extends our lead from fifth place to four points. Right? The gap between us and fifth place is four points. So you know we have to the pressure is on us. Because we can't dictate what other teams do. We can only dictate what we do. So we just have to maintain getting those wins, getting those points going forward. Because this is what we need this position right now. This is what we have to grasp. We have to fight for every single point so having said that let's move on to the Bayern Munich game the Champions League game 
we suffer our heaviest home defeat in the Champions League with that 3-0 loss. Naby scoring two, and Lewandowski doing what he does. He scores it. He scored the third one. Now, I'm, I really didn't see us coming through this game at a victory. If we had, if we drew this game, I would have considered that excellent. And I'm not saying this to throw any to throw down the side or to undercut the side and undercut the work that Lampard has been doing with the guys. However, it is just how it is. We we won't we all knew that going into the Champions League, it was going to be tough because this this part of the Champions League was always going to produce a team who is going to more or less um trance us. And it was shown it was shown yesterday. It was shown our our lack of experience in certain areas showed. Barkley constantly giving away the ball. I, I honestly don't know how he played, how he started, I I don't know. Barkley constantly giving away the ball. Christiansen didn't look um solid in the back. He was always looking shaky. Um some of the service going forward wasn't good. And then our finishing wasn't was poor. Caballero that was his first Champions League start since March 15th, 2017 with Man City. And they lost that game 3-1 to Monaco. Right? That's, that's, that's his first Champions League start since 2017. That's three years ago. That's almost three years ago to the day. That's a few weeks off. That's three years ago. We came and we lost 3-0 here. Now, I'm not saying... Kepa would have done better. I'm not saying Willie did bad. He didn't show up. He did. He produced some wonderful saves. Yes, he did produce some wonderful saves. Not saying no. However, the constant blackballing of Kepa, it's. We'll get into that. We'll get into that later, dog. We'll get into that later, dog. Right? Um, and Alonso got a red card coming down to the end of the game for the. Apparent coming together with Lewandowski. VR reviewed it, overturned the yellow card to a red card. So, which means if he's still here for the next season, he's going to miss about three games. So, he's out of it for the 18th to the return leg in Germany and our first two games in Champions League next season. So, you know, that's for them. Maybe Emerson might get the start. Maybe Frank plays a three in the back. Who knows? Now, some interesting stats here. We had nine shots. Three on target. They had 16 shots, six on target. Well, three of them scored. But when you look at the percentage, it's 33% for us. That's the accuracy, right? 33% for us and 37.5% for them. And it just goes to show the more chances you take at something, the more likely you are to hit your target to get what you're looking for. We weren't taking our chances. We were holding up the ball plenty. 12 of their chances came from inside of the box. And seven of ours came from inside the box as well. So it's not like we take any chances from outside. It's almost as though both teams playing to get in the box. They do the normal tapping and that's basically what happened to us. You understand? It didn't go the other way around. It happened to us. We got the the um, the tappings against us <laughs> instead of us trying from the outside. I mean, was, was, it, was it worse that could happen? We drive more from outside. We just score more. That's all. Try. Just keep trying. Just keep trying. Can't walk in. Um, I believe we should have tried the two strikers on top. You know, try a four, 
four two a diamond in the middle something or try a three five two just try some variation of having getting tammy and Giroud on top you know to one is great at holder play the other is great at finding space so we can use both of them and capitalize on it right because the next game is on the 18th however after the game when he warmed down apparently tammy pulled something and injured himself he got injured or i should rather say he got injured so we have to look at that because we play bournemouth on the 29th now it's an impossible task to go to germany in the Allianz Arena, yes, we beat them there already in 2012 in the Champions League Finals. Yes, we have done impossible things there. However, this one, I think that Champions League Finals was a, a, a molehill compared to this mountain we have here. Because we have to score at least three goals without them even scoring one. So we have to shut out Lewandowski and Muller and Naby and Alaba and score three that is the definition of mission impossible might have to call Tom Cruise uh, I don't I don't see it maybe if I eat my I will eat my words I will eat my words if we come back I will say I will say, uh, I apologize to Frank Lampard and company but let's be realistic here I believe on the 18th that will be the end of this season's Champions League and that will be a blessing. It won't be a curse. It will be a blessing. It will ease up our schedule. It will ease up our players. It will give us more time to refresh, to come attacking. Because now we have Bournemouth on the 29th. Now, yeah, they're on 16. They are 16, right? I understand that they, they are 16 or 26 points, something like that, right? 26 points, correct. Sorry. Right? But the last time we played them, it's the, down in the 81st minute. They scored. Gos- is Goslin. Goslin scored. To be does one nil at home. We have to improve this home record. We have it's before Stamford Bridge was a fortress, and now it's like everyone's playground. Everyone's training center. Now you could get vexed with me for making that statement, but it's not. I'm I'm not lying. <laughs> you understand? Is is the facts? It's just the facts, and we all know it. We all see it, right? So. We have to play Bournemouth on the 29th. It's a big game because we want to keep the pressure for us. Um, for us get any points to keep the pressure on the fifth place. Right? So they now seeing the gap growing. However, after Bournemouth on the 29th, we have Liverpool. Right? We're playing them on the on the um on the third of um, March in the FA Cup. So we have Liverpool to study now after Bournemouth. So you can see where easing up of the schedule with the players because we play Bayern Munich, then Bournemouth, and then Liverpool. And then after that, we have Everton. So we're we seeing where it is that our squad is thin, injuries piling. I mean, yeah, Gilmore's on the bench for the Bayern Munich game. We might have to use him. He might have to start either the Bournemouth game or either the Everton game, who, or who knows, maybe even against Liverpool. Because they are flying extremely high right now. Extremely high right now. So we have to make the things, do the things that we have to do in order to get the results. But why didn't lead the, the team good? We saw it. Damn, Tammy was doing all right. Giroud doing all right. Let's try. Let's try the 4-4-2. Nothing is wrong with trying a 4-4-2. 
Let's just give the guys the opportunity to shine where they have to shine. That's all. Just one game. Let's try it, please. Let's try something other than the same thing. Let's try a five, a three, five, two, something. Let's do something, please. All right. So that's the end of that. So let's get straight into some rumors that we have circulating now. So um, William apparently is gunning for a three-year uh, renewal, not a two years. My opinion He's lucky he's getting two years on the table. That's my opinion. You are a new number 10. You have never scored more than 10 goals a season for us. Right? This is, our, this is what, seventh season with us. Right? So, the most in a campaign he scored in the Premier League is eight. That's the 16-17 um, season. That's the season he was voted the player of the season for us. Right? And the most assists he had was the following season, the 17-18, where he had seven assists. In the seven seasons that William has been with us, his total amount of goals in the Premier League has been 32 goals. He's our number 10. At 31, going on 32. He, at, at a club who are infamous for giving players one-year extension, he's given two years, but he wants three. Come on, William. Let's be realistic here. What are you bringing to the table? Yes, you have the experience, not taking away that. Yes, you have been at the club long enough to understand his culture, not taking away that either. However, on the field of play, on the field of play, what are your goal contributions? Now, some people argue his movements um, or the sides and in the box, drag away defenders, create spaces. Okay, fair enough. That's great. To, that's a great argument. Now, remember, he has been the understudy, more or less, to our previous number 10. Now, he's given the number 10 juicy. What has he done with it? Nothing. So, in my opinion, it's time to cash in on him. And if he wants to go, he wants to go. It's not a problem with me. Not a problem with me because, as we will talk about after in the transfers, we have signed someone to, to take his place. So, it's no problem. Cash in, we get 40 for him, 30 for him, good, great. Let's take that and reinvest it. And talking about cashing in, Kepa to Atletico Madrid, plus 25 to get all back. <sighs> you all know my feelings with Kepa. You all know what I think about him. Everyone knows that. I love the guy. I believe he should be given fair chance. I, should, I believe that he, sh he really should fight for his position. But I don't believe that Willy Caballero is the right person to force him to play better in his position. And, I mean, if this deal goes through for all back, that would be, be a great deal. Not going to lie. It's going to be a great deal. But I don't think Atletico Madrid is going to take that deal. I don't think they're going to give up their proven star goalkeeper for someone who they barely have, we barely even have faith in them. You understand? Plus 25 million. I mean, come on. They're not going to do that. They're not going to do that. We need to bring in a keeper of quality to fight the rival keeper. Um, the keeper from Ajax. I always forget his name. Omana. Omana man. Omana man. Yes, Omana man. He's a great person to bring in to give Kepa competition. They're about the same age. Yeah. Get, bring him in. Bring him in. Bring him in. Let's let these guys... Fight up for the starting position. Give Lampard that headache. Yeah, give him that headache. 
That's that would be great. <laughs> that would be great. Um so this brings us come to the end of the of the podcast. We just have the transfer. And that's um Hakim Zayesh. You know, confirmed personal agreements, personal terms confirmed. That's why I didn't want to speak about him in the last podcast. I was just waiting to make sure everything is confirmed. Um, not just with the club, but his personal terms. So everything is confirmed now. Right? 40 million coming in as a play on the right. So William could go bye-bye. He could play in the midfield. He could play attack in midfield. You understand? He has 35, sorry, 38 goals, 50 assists in four seasons at Ajax. At the time of this recording. From 2016-17 to 2019 now. To 2019-20. That's the time of this recording. 38 goals, 50 assists. So, at the time of this recording, that's it. So, don't bite off my head if after the season finishes, it goes up, okay? Which definitely would. Alright? So, before before we leave, you here today, I just want to say we know that this season was going to be a yo-yo season. It's going to be up, it's going to be down. Again, we are reached extremely high. And fourth place, right? Now hold on to that fourth place. We reach extremely high. We're doing extremely great. Now, given what's going on with Man City, people will be fighting for that fifth spot. So we don't want to go down to that dog fight for the fifth. We just have to maintain this position. Champions League is out of it. Let's be realistic. Champions League is out of this equation right now. It's out of it. So let's not even play optimistic. No, sorry, you can be optimistic. But let's just let us be unbiased and say, yeah, we're going to beat them 4 0. No, it's out. It's done. It's dusted. Right? My opinion. This is my opinion. If you all don't like it, that's okay. Feel free to leave me a comment, send me a message. I'll, I'll gladly address all and every single comment, query, question you all have with it. FA Cup, if we bypass get get past liverpool great if we don't that's okay that's better for us less games on schedule ease up the players we have to prepare for next season from all now from all now we have to prepare for next season so let's just get our hopes up top four is the best thing we can hope for right now that's our main should be our main objective that number four number three spot that's it and from there we build to become the team that we know we are to reclaim what's rightfully ours. Alright? So remember, no matter what anybody tells you, London is blue. And keep that blue flag flying high.